What's up, MS Jimmies? How you guys doing? Welcome to Motivation Monday. So, I always like this time of the year. Um, it's just an interesting social experiment for me and a social, uh, I guess, research for me into just human habits because really like healing and change and transformation, which is what I'm all about and what the MS Gym is all about, is all about transforming and changing and creating new habits in your life to allow you to become someone who you want to become and allow you to create a future that you want to create. So I go to the gym this morning, right? And I roll up into the gym. I'm like sitting there with my tunes on, rolling up at my normal time at like 5.35 or whatever a.m. I roll into the parking lot and I, I just start laughing because I'm like, all right, it was full. And normally at 5.35, it ain't full, right? People are like, why the heck are you even up this early? I can't even think, let alone lift something over my head or jump up on a box or run. So then I go inside the gym and I walk in and I just start, I just kind of was like, <laughs> I just start kind of chuckling to myself and I'm like, New Year's resolutions in full effect. And then I thought to myself, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, it'll be like this for the next six to eight weeks. And then, my, and then some of my gym buddies, I'm gonna have to say bye-bye to. Uh, and I say this, I, I say this very lightheartedly, but you know, the, the thing is, you guys, like I've been in the fitness industry since I was like 18. And I have been in gyms, actually I've been in gyms since I was two years old, but I've really started, I've really like worked out uh, since I was probably 13, 14 years old. Uh, so it, it's no surprise to me that in January you show up and the gym population is like tripled, right? And I, as a fitness professional, walk around the gym and I try not to look, <laughs> but it's almost like a car accident or a train wreck. Like my eyes are turned towards some unfortunate things. One of the unfortunate things are the guys that are like, I would say in their 40s, but I guess I'm in my 40s. I'll just say guys in my 40s or 50s showed up all decked out, ready to work out. You haven't seen them there before. You have no idea who they are. They don't look like they're in shape and they're just loading up squat racks and it's just like, right? Or bless their hearts, these women that come in that look like they, they, like, they know they have to exercise and it looks like they grabbed one of their husband or husband's old shirts and a pair of shorts from like, you know, 1984. And they're, they're sitting there doing squats and they're just kind of doing their thing or they're on a machine or they're just kind of like walking around like looking completely lost, right? Or you have the dudes that come in there have probably not worked out in a while. Older guys come in and they're just like, yeah, 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 trying to push as much weight as they possibly can. And I just sit there and think, and I'm like, dude, I give you like six to seven weeks, and then all of you are going to be gone. Which I say that lightly, and I can, I can I can do a whole parody video on it. Like I could actually probably make a whole gym fails video based just on what I've seen over the past 20 years. But really, it's kind of sad because the thing is, is that most people this time of year really start out with a lot of goals and a lot of drive and a lot of a lot of gumption to go out there and make it better. And I'm going to get better this year. I'm going to lose weight this year. I'm going to get healthy this year. And unfortunately, they're not going to make it. Like 90% of them will not make it past like March or April. They'll be done. And the reason why that happens, I've heard it my entire life. Well, the kids got sick or 
job got busy or spring break planning happened or I really have heard this well I had Valentine's Day and I just didn't get back on track and I St. Patrick's Day and I just didn't get back on track and I'm just like are you freaking serious right now like you literally told me you have not worked out because St. Patrick's Day threw you off <laughs> I'm like okay dude what else but it's true like the thing is you guys is that if your habit is not to exercise and your habit is not to live healthy and your habit is not a lifestyle of healing and fitness and wellness and mindfulness then it's going to take effort in order to change your world and change your life and change your schedule and change your circumstances to allow for exercise to become part of your life so the title of this video making movement more stickable what stickable means, I read a cool book uh, a couple, about a year ago called Stickability, right? And it was a concept about like marketing and like, like getting your ideas out into the world and what makes them stick with people. But I thought it was kind of a cool concept when it comes down to actual behavior change because marketing in business is getting people to change their behaviors because you have a solution for their pain but they have, to, they have to change their behaviors in order to use what you're giving them in order to elicit uh, transformation. The same thing goes for you guys, okay? In order for you to change your life and counteract MS that you probably have been living with for five years or more based on our demographics, 10 years is the average in here of people we get in here probably for the past 10 years, you've learned how to move, eat, drink, sleep, think, uh, live with MS. And so for your body to start doing something different is going to require effort to make it stick and stay, both from a behavioral standpoint, a neurologic standpoint, a physiologic standpoint, and just a lifestyle standpoint that you, 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 you get to the point where you crave and you enjoy and you like exercise because a lot of people don't okay i think they're nuts but i'm i'm weird right i've been working out since i was two years old all right so here's the thing you guys is that uh here's the five reasons like the top five reasons why people don't stick to their resolutions why they fail their resolutions and before I get to that, I just want to explain a neuroplasticity concept is that, and you've heard me say this before, is that your brain craves what? Predictability, right? Your, cra your brain craves predictability. It wants to know every minute of every day what's coming next so that it can best survive. So if your brain is used to doing something, used to living some way, used to eating some way, used to moving some way, used to managing something in your life, good or bad, stressful, threats, good things, bad things, whatever, it has a hard time changing. It actually resists change. So you, as the dweller inside of your brain and the one that is subject to its controls, have to train it, teach it, show it, convince it, and lead it into realizing that exercise is necessary, is needed, 
as and is and also is enjoyable in order for that stickability to happen. So we'll get into that in just a sec. So from a neurologic standpoint, your brain doesn't want to change. But from a movement standpoint and an MS standpoint, you have to change. Because like I've said, the top three functions of the brain are survival, movement, and proprioception. Okay, Movement and proprioception require movement to learn them. And, require, and once you learn how to move better and be more proprioceptively connected, your survival, your sense of survival in your brain increases in relation to exercise. Your brain's like, we have to exercise in order to survive, so therefore I'm going to allow us to exercise. Versus sitting in a chair or staying on the couch because that has higher success rates, higher survival rates, and is less threatening. So the top five reasons why not just people in general uh, don't stick to their fitness regimen, don't stick to their exercise plan or the following. Number one is that they have the wrong plan. Their plan does not address their specific needs they're going after. Exercise is not so easy that you can't screw it up or do it wrong. Let me repeat that. Exercise is not so easy or simple that you can't not do it wrong, or that you can not not do it wrong. I don't even know if that's right, but you can screw it up. You can actually be doing the wrong type of exercise for you, or incomplete exercise programs that will prevent you from getting to where you need to go to. So people need specific exercise programs for specific goals that impose specific demands to make their body change in specific ways. When they don't have that, what happens next is they don't get results or they get injured or they get bored. And this comes down to coaching. So very few people on this planet have the opportunity to work with someone like me. In fact, when I was running 24-hour fitness, we, well, we had an awesome month if our, if our personal training penetration rate into the population of the gym was 4%. That was like, you were top dog. If you were 4% of all people out of 10,000 people at some 24-hour fitness, if they were using personal training. So that's in a gym environment. They're already there, right? For If you think about it, how many people in this world don't have gym memberships, so how much further are they away from getting to a coach who can actually help them? Then you take into account the effect of MS or chronic illness, just the energy and inconvenience and effort it takes to get to a fitness facility, they ain't coming to find me. It's too much work, right? But general population, they don't have a coach or they have a coach who's just trying to fit them into a one-size-fits-all program and just say, well, this should work, and if it doesn't work, it's your fault. Sorry to say, but you either have no coach or you have the wrong coach, someone who doesn't know about you and hasn't studied you and hasn't had other people just like you to, to draw experience from to develop an exercise plan just for you. Okay, so that's number two. Number three is that they don't have any support. Very few people have a supportive spouse, supportive kids, supportive uh, 
community supportive work environment that says, dude, that is so cool. You're working out. Like, let me know how I can help you. Can I go with you? Maybe we should team up. Maybe we should help you out. If you're having a bad day, like get a hold of me. Like, let's talk. If you're struggling, like let's walk through it together or let me know how good you're doing because like I'm, I'm, I'm looking for that too. Let's celebrate together. The fact of the matter is, is that most people don't exercise. Most people don't have buddy groups or some kind of community or some kind of support system because the other people in their life aren't exercising. They don't have goals and they, they, they don't want you to succeed because it makes them realize that they're not doing anything to better themselves. So often in life, unfortunately, many people who are trying to better themselves are in the minority because most people, because of neurology, just like to, and because we're humans, just like to be lazy, consistent, and keep doing what you're doing because it doesn't require very much effort. You just go through the motions of your life and you just do your thing. The people that are out to change their life, change their prognosis, tra change their trajectory, and change their future are actually in the minority of most people. So the support around you is kind of hard to find sometimes. And when you're trying to make a major lifestyle change and a major habitual change in your body, you, you're gonna have some rough days. You're gonna have some struggles. You're gonna fall down a couple times. And you need some people there to pick you back up, tell you, I understand, I get it, I've been there too, but we're in this together. You also need to have people around you that are so invested in you and so part of a community like you and like them that when you celebrate, everyone celebrates. They celebrate, the community celebrates, everybody's happy for your success and not jealous or envious of it. Now the fourth thing is, is that people set unrealistic goals for themselves and they fail. There is no way in six to eight weeks that you're gonna go from 31% body fat to 10% body fat to get you ready for a cruise that you're taking in March, okay? Note, this is January 7th. So a cruise you're taking at the end of March with your family and you want, you're 45 years old, you've been sitting at a desk, you have major pain, arthritis, high blood pressure, and you're telling me that you wanna drop down to 10% body fat. Sorry, dude, ain't gonna happen, right? Just like if an MSer came to me and said, you know what? I have a family cruise that I want to go on in March. We already booked it. My husband's fired up. And he's telling me that he wants me to be able to walk. And they don't want to have to take my wheelchair with me on this cruise. By the end of March, I'm in a wheelie walker basically all day except to go to the bathroom and maybe to stand up and go to the microwave and cook something. But I sit all day. But I need to be walking unassisted or with trekking poles in six weeks. It's happened. It's happened. And I've done it, but it's rare that that happens. And I'll tell you how that can happen in six weeks, possibly uh, with number five, okay? And I'll get there. But most people, you guys, set unrealistic goals for themselves. And they set themselves up for failure. Now, I'm all about dreaming big. I'm all about setting expectations for yourself, but I'm all about doing it in a way that is smart, that is measurable, that is realistic, that is timely, use the whole SMART acronym. I don't want to set people up for failure and I don't want you to set yourself up for failure. So that's why we're always focused on small victories in here. What's the next thing that you need to focus on in order to get to walking? The first thing you need to do to get to walking as an MSer is to move every day. That's like the one goal you should be focusing on for the next two to four weeks. 
just moving every day with MS specific exercises, following a coach who knows what the hell they're doing and tapping into a support community to keep you going through those rough days. That's about it. Once you can get to the point where you've been moving for four weeks, then we can start talking about performance goals, but you don't even have a consistency in your brain right now or in your body right now or in your life right now to tell your brain that exercise is good for you every day. So that leads me to number five, is that the number one, number one reason why most people fail creating a new habit in their life or, or exercising, eating right, losing weight, uh, you know, whatever it is, is because they don't make room for a new habit to be in their life. Like, let's face it, you guys, like we're all overcommitted. We're all busy. We all have stuff going on. <clears throat> you may have a family. You may have a spouse. You may have kids. You may have a job. You may volunteer somewhere. In addition to this, you have MS. You have to deal with how do I plan my day around medication or bladder issues or mobility issues or my energy levels or when, how, how am I going to make it to 5 o'clock tonight? I'm usually toast by 3 o'clock. You have to set up your workout room. You have to find a time to exercise. You have to do all this stuff. You have to go to doctor's appointments. You got to go to PT appointments. You have to, you have to, you have to research. You have to think. Like, there's just a ton of stuff to do all the time. So we've talked about threat bucket stuff before. If your threat bucket is already overflowing, how are you going to add one more thing? Furthermore, movement oftentimes, because it's new to the brain, can be perceived as a threat. So if you add a new threat, even though it's good for you and it's necessary for you to heal, if you add that into the mix and throw that into the threat bucket, you're still going to overflow. And the result of that are is what is called survival neurologic outputs or neurologic outputs of survival, which are spasticity, loss of balance, poor vision, bladder issues, weakness, endurance issues, spasticity, all of that. Your brain's like, dude, I can't do anymore. I'm not going to allow you to do them anymore. So I'm going to increase your MS symptoms because all we can handle right now because we're so overloaded is you sitting in a chair and just thinking about what you're not doing. Honestly, that's all people's brains can heal. Even without MS, a lot of times what people do is they try to cram exercise into a life that's already overscheduled, already overcommitted, and really has no room for a new habit change. So you've got to create that. Okay? You've got to create room in your life, in your brain, to allow for neurologic availability to be there so that your brain can actually focus on your exercises, so that your brain can actually focus on what I'm trying to teach you to do, so that your brain can actually focus on trying to design a life around healing rather than just cram it in to the little crevices of your I'm too busy life. Because I'm sorry, you guys, I had two small kids, a wife, a full client roster, the beginning of the MS gym. So I literally was working 85, 90 hours a week while trying to basically rebuild my marriage and, and invest in my kids who hadn't seen me and heal my own body, heal my own mind, and actually get my stuff together 
so that I could serve you. So I had to move every day. I had to reduce my threat every day. I had to work on my mindset every day. And I figured out a way to make that happen in amongst being occupied for over 120 hours a week. So you have to do it. So let's talk this through a little bit, okay? So let's go back to number one. Most people fail because they don't have the right plan. Well, the MS Gym is your right plan. You need neurologically based exercises that are going to allow you to increase the neuroplastic availability in your brain, reduce threat, and help you rewrite those blurry brain maps that I've talked about that, don't, that can't connect your brain to your leg to let it lift. If you go sit on an exercise machine and just pop out some weights or do some leg presses, or even if you do an exercise program that's supposed to be MS specific, but that maybe throws in strength training with bands or dumbbells or kettlebells or something like that too quickly, your brain's like, dude, I, I'm not ready, or this isn't what I need to be doing, or you're gonna be getting stronger and better in the wrong ways. If you wanna get up and walk again, you shouldn't be doing exercises and you're able to get up and stand. You shouldn't be doing exercises where you're seated on a machine that supports all your body weight, just pushing up and down, pulling back, lifting up or rotating. You are disengaging all of this. You are not allowing your brain to feel stronger up on your feet. It only feels safe and secure when you're sitting down, working on getting stronger or sitting on a bike, just trying to work on your cardiovascular endurance. If you want to walk again, you have to practice moving while standing in positions that mimic and simulate walking. So you need the right program. The second thing is wrong coaching. Okay, If somebody doesn't know about MS, somebody doesn't know about the heat overwhelm, somebody doesn't know about the cognitive overwhelm, somebody doesn't know about the visual vestibular or autonomic overwhelm, which is your bladder and your heart rate and your blood pressure and your thermoregulation, and is not taking that in account during their programming, you're going to fail. If people don't know why spasticity happens and how to get it out, you're going to fail. You can even have somebody who knows a ton of stuff, how to retrain your inner ear and your visual system, and that's cool, but if they don't know how to tie that in into movement that is specifically meant to build the MS, the MS or back up into a functional athlete, then you're, not, you're gonna fail. Furthermore, if you have the wrong coaching or you have no coaching and you're just trying to piece it together, you're gonna get injured or you're gonna get lost or you're gonna get overwhelmed, or you're gonna get bored, and you're not gonna get the right results. So you need someone who knows the MS body and the MS challenges that come up, the struggles that come up, the troubleshooting that comes up, and how to work around that in a way that you can actually do, not just, well, do the program better, do the program more often. No, man, you gotta be able to modify it and meet people where they're at. So you need the right coaching, which you have. You need the right plan, programming, which you have in the MSGM membership, and in the free group, and in the free exercise guides. It's all there. So the third thing is, is that the support, like I talked about. If you're around a bunch of people that don't know about MS, even if you're at a gym around a bunch of people that don't know anything about MS, and you're trying to just keep your legs functioning, and they're trying to look hot in a bikini when they go on their cruise at the end of March, Totally different goal set. 
Now you may lose weight while you're doing the MS gym and look better in your bikini as a byproduct, but that's not your goal. Your goal is not metabolic functioning, caloric burn, and body fat reduction. Your goal is neurologic functioning, motor planning, neuromapping, and, and actually being able to get your vestibular system and your visual system to be able to balance your body when you take a step. So you need to surround yourself around people that get it. You need to surround yourself around people that have gone through it, that have been there with you, that have had to make decisions and make choices very similar to yours and have gone through bad days like you have, have gone through successes like you've had, have really had to work on changing their focus from, I want to walk unassisted in two months and having to step back and realize, ah, it's probably not as possible as you think it is, but what are the top two things that I need to do to get to or move myself closer to walking unassisted. That's what we need to focus on first. So you need a community that understands neuroplasticity, or at least has been introduced to it. You need a community that understands when I say things like BGB and activating proprioceptive activation in your body. You need a, a, a group that understands how damaging it can be when you have somebody look at you and being like, shouldn't you be better by now? Oh, you realize that MS isn't, like, it, it, it's, it has no cure. So, yeah, you look good. You look better. Way to go, man. Or a doctor who looks at you and be like, oh, cool. And you come in all fired up that you're doing better in your exercise. And you're like, yeah, yeah, you're only about three steps more on your, on your walking test. So, you know, I guess stay at it. But, you know, let's talk about your next medication. And you feel dismissed. You need a community and a support group that actually understand that which you have in the members corner and in the MS gym. And then the other thing is, is that you need to set realistic goals. So if you want to walk again with trekking poles and you're on a wheelie walker right now, most of your day to think about that, you're just going to grab some walking poles and just walk and figure it out. You will flood your thread bucket so fast. You will never get better. If you've done BGB boot camp and you're like, well, that was okay. That was good. It was pretty, I could do it. And then you're looking at other programs and you're like, well, that looks too easy. I don't need to do that. That looks too easy. I'm going to jump forward to that. Like, I, I don't want to go backtrack. I've already been working so hard. Like these look too easy to me. I'm going to jump up here. You might be in for a rude awakening that two levels up is going to hand it to you and kick your butt because it is, there is a lot of value in reviewing the fundamentals, then adding variety and adding, adding novelty so that you can do more, so that you can go for longer, so that you can do more things, so that you can work more muscles. But you've got to get those small goals under control first so that you can do more. You've got to learn how to use your glute. You've got to learn how to use your abs. You've got to learn how to calm down your low back. You've got to learn how to not use your neck when you try to pick up your leg. You've got to learn and teach your brain how to actually find the hips and use them, find the shoulders and use them. Be able to rotate like this, eyes open and eyes closed and not fall down. Be able to lift your body up and down like this. Be able to walk in place with your eyes closed and not fall if you really want to walk unassisted. Does that happen in six weeks? Not when you've had MS for 5, 10, 15, 20 years. It takes time, progression, and strategy in order to make that happen. And so what you need to do is take that big goal and go for the big goal but then break that big goal down into smaller individual victories that you need to shoot for so that you can accomplish that big goal. So if you want to stand up and walk unassisted, 
the first thing you need to work on, people in wheelie walkers, is being able to stand up for longer. Because you ain't walking unassisted if you can only stand up for 15 seconds. You're not gonna power or muscle your way through anything. So you've gotta get your body comfortable standing up for longer. You've gotta get your body comfortable taking a step forward, landing and not falling down. You've gotta get yourself comfortable changing directions and not falling down because the world is unforgiving and unpredictable. And so when you're walking around and you have a direction change, you're not on a flat surface anymore. What, what do you do? Or when there's a lot of noise around you, what do you do? So you've gotta train your body in incremental small steps, small victory to small victory in order to get to the big victory. And you need people and a community and someone who knows how to do that. You're watching it, <laughs> okay? So the last one I wanna talk about and close up on is making room for your healing to create more stickability. Because it's not just about exercising for 30, 60, 90 minutes a day and everything's going to be great. You actually have to change. If you want to counteract MS and you truly want to rule it, you have to change, adapt, modify, manage your lifestyle better. It's not a complete overhaul all at once. That will add to your threat bucket too. But it's an incremental improvement and an incremental change in the direction that you want to go. The first step to doing that though is realizing what roadblocks are in your way. So just like we've been talking about, you've got, if you have the wrong plan, if you have the wrong coaching, the no support, unrealistic goals, and you don't make room and you try to cram exercise into a life that's already too busy, already overwhelmed, already threat bucket overloaded, it's gonna take you a long time to get results. So what I would recommend you guys is that you sit down, if you don't know what the threat bucket is and you're new, in the search bar, in this group, type in how full is your threat bucket, and I did a 20 minute talk on what the threat bucket is. The threat bucket is not just MS. The threat bucket is MS, which is a big one, but then you have, how's your work situation? Stressful or life-giving? Nourishing or threatening? How's your marriage? Nourishing, threatening. How's your relationship with your kids? Healing, threatening. How's your, uh, how's your, how's your lifestyle? How do you eat? Is the food you eat inflammatory or inhibitory, right? Are the people around you, are they supportive or are they draining? Are they energy givers? Are they energy takers? Are they dream fulfillers and, and, and cheerleaders? Or are they dream killers? Are they just telling you like it is? Being realistic. I'm realistically gonna you in the face if you say that one of my, in front of one of my MSers. So you've gotta do an assessment of your threats. But then you have to take action to do something about it. Now, if you have stress and threat in your job, in your marriage, with your kids, with your finances, you can't just leave, right? You can't just pack up your crap and get in a van and go to the woods and hang out and just work out in the woods and just come back when you decide that you're okay. That's not realistic for 99.9% .9 of people walking on the planet. We all, have real, we all have responsibilities. We all have people we care about. We all have things we're involved in and we like living. We like people. We want to be involved in this world. 
So the thing is, is to progressively reduce those threats by designing them so you can manage them better. For instance, exercise. You have to pick a time during the day that you always exercise. And I would block off about 15 minutes more than you can physically do. So if you can only work out for 30 minutes before your toast, do 45. That doesn't mean you have to work out for 45, but what that does is it gives you the opportunity to complete your MS gym stuff, breathe, stretch, be quiet, appreciate what you just did, get balanced, get grounded before you re-enter your life. It also gives you the opportunity that if you're feeling really good at 30 minutes, you can do more because you've already blocked that out. Because when you look at your threat assessment and you look at all of the threats to your exercise plan, it could be your spouse. It could be your kids. As much as you love them, the minute you step foot out of that exercise room, it's mommy, I need this, hubby, I need this, wifey, I need this. It could be your job situation. The moment you step out of that room and show up at work, it's get this done, here's your deadline, ready, go. Right? The minute you step out of your workout room, your threat may be where your work workout room is. If you have to go through the living room where you sit all day long and watch game shows to get to your workout room, there's comfort in, in front of challenge. There's pleasure in front of pain. It's very easy for you to sit on the couch before you get to your workout room and be like, I'll just take 15 minutes. And the next thing you know, it's four o'clock in the afternoon and you didn't work out. So there's all kinds of habitual changes that you need to do and make in order to allow room for your healing. So you need to assess the threats around you and see if there are small changes that you can do to incrementally reduce that threat. Do you need to create a plan to stop working in six months and create some other financial profit center so that you can make that transition, right? If your church is threatening and though you're not getting your support you need, Start church shopping, right? If, you're, if your physician or your PT are draining to you, there's a ton of other physicians and PTs out there for you. Start making the transition. You get what I'm saying? So you've gotta make room for yourself to heal, to make exercise, mindset, lifestyle more stickable and more welcoming to your brain. Because bringing this back around to what I said before this is that your brain likes predictability, good or bad. Even if you're in the worst marriage, in the worst neighborhood, in the worst medical situation, with you feel like no resources or anybody to help you out, your brain will literally stay there because it's predictable, safe, and comfortable, even though it's bad for you. So change is hard. So if you struggle with starting to exercise, making this a habit, making this a lifestyle, you're, like, you're not alone. I said this the other day, even the highest achieving, highest like coachable people restart a plan to change something in their life seven to 10 times on average. Seven to 10 times on average. So give yourself a break. Celebrate your small wins and make your small wins attainable. So if exercise and movement is your goal, try to make it a goal. Right now, if you're doing nothing, try to do one circuit three times a week. Give yourself a couple weeks, then go to four times a week. Give yourself a couple weeks, then go to five times a week. 
Give yourself a couple weeks, then go to six times a week. And then maybe you're ready to join the membership and rock it out with us. I don't know, whatever. Okay? But the fact of the matter is, is that the more predictable, the more safe, the more pleasurable, the more beneficial exercise come, becomes to your brain, the more it's going to want to do it. And here's the cool part, is that movement in and, of, in and amongst itself, movement physiologically, or what happens physiologically when you move, is that you inhibit the receptors around your body for threat. So if your threat bucket's full, the number one thing you can do is move. Because physiologically, those receptors inhibit the receptors that sense threat, pain, uncomfortableness, panic, anxiety, depression. Movement is key. So not only are you, are you doing exercise more often, and that's teaching your brain that it's more predictable, safe, and happy, in and amongst itself, movement is the antidote and the counteractivity to symptoms, to pain, to suffering, to threat, to anxiety, to depression, to frustration, to anger. So you've got a double-edged cannon of awesomeness when you move. So I hope this makes sense to you guys, right? I, 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 this is a very practical talk. This is a very big call to action talk for you. Last week we talked about how to become a person of action, meaning having the right mindset. Today is how to have the right action plan. So you need the right plan, you need the right instruction, you need the right community, you need to set attainable, realistic, correct goals for yourself, and you need to make room for that in your life. Guess what? Everything you need for yourself is in the MS gym. There's a lot of it in the free group. There's all of it in the, in the membership. So if you want a simple step-by-step -step plan where you literally log in, hit play, get your movement done, and then when you get your movement done, be able to get, you do your movement, you do stuff that is specific to MS, you get coached by someone who's an expert in MS, you get done with your workouts, then you get to run to your MOC, your members corner, and share with everybody how awesome you feel that you worked out four days in a row, and then you have 20 people support you and cheer you on, or if you post that you're struggling, you have 20 people be like, I'm gonna pick you up, I was there too, here's what I did. It's here for you. If you're wanting to set goals, your movement advisors are here for you. I am here for you. We are coming out with a system in a couple weeks where you literally can submit, you fill out a form that says, I need a movement prescription, I need modifications help, I have a question, and it gets done for you. We can help you set goals. We can help you work on threat bucket reduction. If you pay attention to move to mindset minutes, if you pay attention to motivation Monday, that's gonna tell you how to decrease your threat. And guess what? The best source to help you decrease your threat is the members corner. Because everybody in there that's a champion, that's getting results, had to find a way to either reject, manage, or completely eliminate, I guess ignore, manage, or eliminate the threats in their life so that they could heal. So they've already done it. So everything you need, right? The plan, the coaching, the support, the goal setting, and also the threat bucket lifestyle planning, it's all there for you in the membership. So if you're ready, come join us. All you gotta do is go to themsgym.com forward slash membership. So themsgym.com forward slash membership and you're ready to go. So I hope this makes sense to you guys. I hope this helps you guys. 
Uh, I want you guys to be studs. I'm just gonna say it, this is just for me being prideful. You are my MSGM athletes. Don't make me look bad when you go to the gym, <laughs> okay? I need you looking good, I need you moving good, I need you speaking good, and I need you thinking good, all right? You need to make Coach T look good, all right? That's your goal on this planet. That's really what this whole talk is about, is making me look good, <laughs> okay? No, so seriously, guys, I know you can do this. I know, of you, I know a lot of you have a lot of goals, a lot of big things that you want to accomplish this year now. So, like, give yourself a break. Give yourself an investment. Invest in you and make this happen today, okay? And for those of you, I'm just going to tell you guys this. I don't usually do a lot of uh, business stuff on these Motivation Mondays, but today's the 7th. Next week on Monday, the prices of the membership are going up. We have increased overhead. We have a lot of demand on us. We have a lot. We've added staff. We've added uh, overhead. We've added systems. We've added software. We've added a bunch of stuff to the MS Gym so that we can bring you more. Therefore, we got to increase our prices a little bit. Okay. But the thing is, is that if you join now, if you do an annual membership or a monthly membership, right now, between now and next Monday, you stay locked in at that price for the next week. I mean, for the next week, you stay locked in that price. Forever. As long as your membership stays active, as long as you keep paying, as long as your membership dues are not skipped, barring extraneous circumstances, you will keep that rate forever. You are grandfathered in. It will never go up on you. No matter how much awesomeness I add to the membership, it will never go up on you. So again, if you want to get locked in at the lowest prices that the MS Gym will ever be, okay, I would get signed up now. And if you want to get going on your goals and get all this stuff taken care of and know that it's done for you, all you got to do is show up, press play, and participate and ask the right questions, you just got to join the MS Gym membership. All right? So themsgym.com forward slash membership. One of my moderators, slap it up on there for me, and you guys are awesome. So I hope this helped. I hope you guys got fired up. If you have any questions, post them in the comments below. We'll get you hooked up, and I will talk to you later.